coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 155. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How you doing? I'm hungry. <laughs> I know what I'm doing after this. <laughs> yeah, well, we're recording late today. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Had to go what see that doctor about this chronic sinus infection. It's, uh, yeah. you know, the only thing I haven't tried on it is cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it would come right back out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. So, I don't know. Uh, good news is I'm probably going to live for another two weeks. Well, I don't know if that's good news or bad news. Depends who you are, I guess. <laughs> Well, we're, we're hoping for much longer. But. <laughs> yeah, well, it can't look that far in the future. So yeah, I'm banking on the two weeks for now. <laughs> okay, well, we'll just take it a moment at a time. <laughs> so what do we got today? Oh, my gosh. Is AOC an aspiring dictator? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, right? Yes, yes. Good old crazy ex-girlfriend eyes herself. Yeah, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who I always want to call something else. I got it right that time. Yes, yes. Today, we'll just call her AOC. Can we call her bartender? (laughs) Well, you know, listen to this. She does, she wants to take everything away. For for a 29-year-old, she's kind of a killjoy. (laughs) No airplanes, no cars, no cows, no babies, and we only have 12 years left on the planet. And guess what? (laughs) She says she's the boss. Okay. 29-year-old former bartender that used to mix drinks for drunks is now the boss. (laughs) And we can't have anything fun. Because 4% of the people said so. We can't even make babies. Yeah. And only 4% of the people voted her in. <laughs> yeah, in, a, in her district. Yeah, I'm amazed. A lot of people don't know that. No, they don't. Yeah. They don't. It, you know, my, my question is, is she a fraud? Okay, she says all of this stuff, yet, just like a dictator, the rules are different for her. Yeah. We can't even confirm that she lives in her district. Oh. She supposedly lives in an apartment in the Bronx. That's the address she gave. Because you have to live in the area, the district that you're running for Congress in. Well, I guess she would have to provide an address because the I live in my parents' basement is probably not a good thing. Well, (laughs) on paper, this is kind (laughs) of like that. She, this is her father's, her dead father's apartment. Oh, now the neighbors say that they have never seen her there and that the mail piles up. She says, Well, she's been living down the street or. With her boyfriend, okay, in a, a larger condo, but and she said, "I'm not going to give you that address because I don't have to." Well, again, the rules are different for her because everybody in Congress, their address is public, right? Again, because they need to live in that district. Yeah, and uh, 
Of course, now she's living in this D.C. apartment where they don't. It's a very ritzy apartment. Oh. Where yeah, they don't allow low-income people. And, you know, she, she's one of all apartment complexes to have to have low-income quarters. Okay. But that yeah. doesn't mean her. Of course or not. Or her boyfriend. Well, it seems yeah. like she's just playing directly into Soros's wallet. Exactly. Because all of a sudden, you know, a, a woman that couldn't afford the rent down in D.C. has an expensive apartment and wears a $10,000 outfit to the State of the Union address? And nobody exactly. questions that at all? Well, we do. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, and her other outfits that she's been wearing since she got to D.C., they're, they're, they're nothing to sneeze out either. Yeah. So, uh, you know, she's got some support money from somewhere. Well, and what about her boyfriend? Well, (laughs) he was sort of kind of maybe not or maybe so on her payroll. Yeah, until the public found out. he went off of her payroll, but yet somebody else paid him at least $15,000 for some tech work. So he's going to pick up some perks, too. Okay. That's nice Mm -hmm. how that works. She hasn't even opened up an office in New York in her district. They're all supposed to have offices in their district. In fact, both my senator and my congressman have their offices in my neighborhood. Well, Um, yeah, well, it's the same here. It's supposed to be tangible to the people that elected you. Yeah, it's the same here in in Canada. Every politician's got his district office, right? Yeah. So that's kind of odd. You're supposed to have some sort of secretary there, and you're supposed to spend time there when they're not in session which is a lot of days they're not in session all that many days i think she thought she would just move to dc and never go back to her you know her district yeah well that's just not not happening so okay the green new deal yeah okay that's where she gets rid of the airplanes the cows the Cars. I don't even know how we're going to get to Europe. She wants it to be... How are we going to get to Europe? Oh, I don't know, but I'm sure she'll find a way there. What about cows? Yeah, well, are you talking the ones on The View? (laughs) (laughs) You've got to define cows here. (laughs) You've got to define cows. Yeah, Yeah, I'm talking about the ones that give me milk and hamburgers. (laughs) Yeah, okay. She did say we needed to quit eating hamburgers. Well, you know, there's a certain amount of Americans that do need to quit eating um, hamburgers. But the poorest of poor people are not eating meat. That's why they're so damn fat. Yeah. They're eating pasta and bread because it's cheap. Yeah, well. She's supposed to be a crusader for those kind of people. I think you got to question your life if you're going to listen to what you can and can't eat. Like, listen to this advice coming from a politician. Really? No, I don't yeah. think so. Well, yeah, Get out of my life. I'll eat as many like cows as I want to eat. Like socialism to me. Oh, hell yeah. But now, she said we did not need to be worrying about how much it cost because it was an investment in our future. Well, that's what, um, I'm sorry, that's what Kamala Harris said. Okay. Um, AOC said it just really didn't matter. Okay. But the price tag has now been figured, and it's $93 trillion, with a T, <laughs> dollars, which is more than the world's 
GDP. Yeah. Well, there you go. That'll work. She'd just print more money. Isn't that what she wants to do? She hasn't oh, figured that out. With, I'm sure that's exactly what she wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, be careful, though, because she is sensitive about everything. Oh, Everything very much. is personal. It's a direct hit to her and her reputation. Yeah. I, I saw a interview on CNN not like I watch CNN but it just so happened to be in my timeline Facebook timeline somebody else had shared and uh, CNN was even calling her out going look your math doesn't add up and her response to that was you're saying my math doesn't add up because I'm a woman play that woman guard so you know her her defenses are up and she'll use anything as an excuse Oh, she will. She will. And uh, the other thing she's using is security. She's not going to say certain stuff because of security. People might want to hurt her. <laughs> well. But she, she also claims that people are more concerned about being precisely, factually, and semantically correct than being morally right. Alrighty then. Now, when something costs ninety-three trillion dollars, I don't think that we're actually being petty by yeah. being concerned about the precise factual cost. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I wonder if she's visited Venezuela. I doubt it. I think we need to sponsor a trip for her there. Yeah, just the trip there. No return ticket, right? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely and uh you know she's she likes to play the victim so i i don't know what she'd do in venezuela but yet she's got fans oh my gosh she's got a lot of fans and, and a lot in canada too and but she doesn't understand things exactly so anytime anybody praises her on on the in social media here in Canada there's you know uh, an argument is is breaking out in the comments underneath because some people are like what are you kidding me like you really like this person and then it starts you know and and the the fight is on yeah yeah and it's always a fight I mean oh, when her team is thrown into any situation there's going to be a fight you bet because she is controversial and she is, she said she's so disappointed in our knee-jerk reaction to her about her lack of knowledge, I'm saying lack of knowledge, on the tax giveaway. <laughs> yeah. Remember the whole Amazon deal? Yeah. yeah. What about that? I mean, ouch. Yeah. She just chopped $3 billion from the local economy in her district. And people, Absolutely. people don't have a problem with that. Five thousand jobs was four billion dollars just in wages. Yeah, and that doesn't bother people, really. Yeah, I I think it bothers a lot of people. Well, I don't know. Only four percent showed up to to vote her in. That that's a problem right there. What's that say? You know. It says it might have rained that day, and it says that midterm <laughs> elections are dangerous. That's how we got all three of these, I don't know, these extremists in there. Socialists? Uh, yeah, um, you know, and one's 
practically a terrorist. She's going to give a speech for care this week. Yeah, we have uh, a few of those in our parliament, too. Um, we would, I don't think they would have ever been elected in a general election year, a presidential election year, when everybody shows up. Yeah. When you have those low turnout elections, Anything. you get these fringe idiots. Yeah, yeah. who there. knows what you're going to get in there. The bad thing about is sometimes idiots like AOC, they make it by being idiots. Like nothing they do ever works, but they still get more popular. Well, the Green Deal, it was almost like she wrote it using facts from a fantasy world. You know, we can all write something like the Green Deal with her ideal what the world would look like. Whether that's reality or fantasy, that's a whole other thing. You know, uh, she's I hate in a, to so, tell you this, but a Harvard professor wrote it for her that doesn't have the sense God gave a goose. Yeah, well, was he part and she of the... Really, yeah. He's been interviewed before, and he knows about as much about it as she does, but he's actually the one that put it together for her. Wow. So Yeah, and, he's something else. And uh, neither one of them, oddly, neither one of them really know what's in it. <laughs> you know, even a couple of Democrats like Dick Turbin, Dianne Feinstein, even Nancy have said, this is a dream. You know, this is like waking up in some other alternate universe. $93 trillion. AOC sent a bunch of children in to confront Dianne Feinstein, a fellow Democrat that's been in the Senate for, I believe, 27 years. And, and, and basically, she had to tell these children, we can't afford this. And they said, but... But AOC says we're going to be gone in 12 years. We might do something in 10 years, we're going to be dead. She told those children that. Yeah. She's like that woman in the forest that has lives in the gingerbread house. <laughs> and she really eats children. Yeah. I, I, I saw that video and it was rather disgusting because you could tell that the kids were put up to this uh, by AOC or somebody associated with AOC. And to do that to your own party member, uh, I believe that's going to... She's she's already started to drive wedges in, in that party. Oh, she is. And she has already driven wedges. And we're talking... She reported from work about six weeks ago. Yeah. So... You know, and uh, and what, uh, what have they done that is not a pipe dream or, uh, you know, something that has attack Trump they certainly haven't done anything that is reasonable I mean what about health care yeah I've never even heard AOC saying anything about health care except let's it, just get rid of the companies and have the government run it yeah and it should all be free and I tell you the American government did, does not run much of anything well except <laughs> the military yeah CIA mm -hmm. meh they do it their own. I don't know. Not, I mean, in the days of Obama, not so much the CIA. Yeah, I uh, honestly, so, I don't trust any so of anyway, government she, departments nowadays. None of them. No, I don't think any of us do. And uh, obviously, yeah. with what's going on in Canada, we can't trust the RCMP either. And so no. it's it's alarming. 
you know, and we can't really trust Mexico. The continent's in trouble. Yeah. Tell <laughs> you the truth, you know, the entire continent's a little yeah. worrisome. Yeah. She talks about dark money from billionaires. Now, does that include Soros or not? I probably not. I mean, is his dark money okay? Or his money is white money? Or what? what is it? I mean, the light. Soros is holding up the light at the end of the tunnel with his bags of money. Yeah, I... I, I... It's got to be coming from somewhere. It's not coming from the Democrats, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. I think Soros might pay for the Chanel outfit. Somebody's paying for it, and, and somebody mm-hmm. probably needs to, to look into it further. Absolutely. Um, Amazon called a, a, the AOC environment hostile. And they claim <laughs> they don't intend to revisit the plan to put a headquarters in New York. No, of course not. not. Would you they're, want to put up with that? Coming back to the table. No. Yeah. No. I, you can't blame Amazon at all. No. You know, I, I hate to bring Obama in here, but but I think it's important because Obama was probably a lot more progressive and socialistic than people realize. But he was quiet about it. Yeah. And he I, has I refused there. to support AOC. And the reason why, I believe, is because she has a big mouth. <laughs> he does not like people with a big mouth. A loose cannon. Now, yeah. Now, during the Obama years, the word they used was empathy. In fact, Hillary even held on to that during her campaign. You know, and uh, I've seen a lot of uh, talking points written during those, I don't know, 10, 12 years. Yeah. Empathy, everything. Empathy, empathy. We got to have empathy. We got to show empathy. We got to be empathetic. The word has changed. The new word is moral. Everything's that's moral, immoral, morally wrong, morally right. Huh. Almost like a religion. Nancy using it. I see. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And these are our religious leaders. You know, the Catholic Church isn't looking so good. No. No. But they've got replacement. It's called Pelosi and AOC. <laughs> and if you watch both of them, everything they put this moral twist on. It's either immoral or it's moral or morally right, morally wrong. Yeah, and of course, everything that they do. word you're going to hear for the next three years. And everything they do, they figure is moral. Exactly. But I have to say that Obama set this up nicely for them, okay? The first two years Obama was in office, he grabbed land like it was going out of style, okay? Okay? At one point, the government actually owned 70% of the land. Now, granted, some of the land is, you know, heaven forbid, I don't know what you do with it, but all land in this day and age is pretty usable. Right. With technology. Right. And, uh, you know, like I said, Obama was a quiet socialist. Obama waged war on marriage. It's only appropriate that we now see AOC going, I don't think that we need to be having any babies. How does she think we are going to support 
all the stuff she wants to do. In fact, to do what she wants to do, we all need to have 10 to 12 children apiece. <laughs> yeah, that, that work to their 70s. Because Medicare and Social Security. In 1960, I believe it was, for every one person on Social Security, there were eight people paying in. Right. Right. Now we have for about every person paying in eight people on Social Security. We need babies. Yeah. It, because it's not working either that or we need to let immigrants in that can actually hold down jobs and have their own Social Security number instead of trying to steal ours. Well, how does the human race succeed if we don't have babies? Well, and, and who <laughs> is the dictator, AOC, who is she going to dictate if she doesn't have subjects? Yeah. Well, um, you know, you put her in power and she'll be limiting the amount of kids you can have. Guaranteed. Which sounds a lot like China, doesn't it? Absolutely. And, and you know, she keeps talking about climate change and... Do you know where that ranks on the American public's list of concerns? 17. As of yesterday, people, climate change is number 17. Number one is economy. Number two is healthcare. Right. And those two two items are married for most people because your healthcare and the economy, healthcare is now the biggest item in your budget. Yeah, and it would have to be. You guys really need to fix that. We also know that if you did not have big business, she hates big business. Yeah. You're going to lose a lot of charity. Now, remember when Bear Stearns folded in New York and, you know, it was too big to fail? And one of the reasons why it was too big to fail, I guess, while they were cheating everybody, they felt a little guilty. And basically, they were feeding all the people in New York that couldn't feed themselves. Wow. They were providing meals for thousands of people a day. Wow. Possibly upwards to millions. Okay? That charity fell apart and has never been packed up back up since Bear Stearns. Wow. Because they, they put a lot of money into it. A lot of the companies support efforts to feed people to give people utilities and you know to do research right um we have amazing charities in the united states of america we do you start too. taking money away from the top you're going to see those collapses you're going to see research for pediatric cancer go by the wayside um yeah. All sorts, of, especially diseases that the masses don't have. Well, without- like my, my son has a seizure disorder, a specific disorder, and at any one time, there's about 27 males in the United States with this disorder. Okay? Yeah. There's not a lot of research, yeah. federal money out there for research for something that only about 27 people have. Right. But you would be surprised how many companies put money in for research on those those less likely illnesses. Right, right. Not only that, just the jobs they provide. I mean, they're, oh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're the biggest job providers. The jobs. So you remove all the big corporations, you remove all the big jobs. Exactly. I mean, and we've already got a problem in the United States with we've lost some manufacturing. 
but we've also came into, you know, technology. Right. Why would you want to get rid of more? I don't know. I, I Honestly, I mean, that's it, a head scratcher. It really is, except that I, I told you I'm working on this project, this hillbilly project. Right. And one of the things I thought about was you get all of these people on, some of them are on disability, some of them are people that can't find jobs, so they're on government assistance, and you know, AOC, she wants to put more people on it. So you get people on there. You take the money from the rich, right? Right. And, and you support these people that are, aren't sick, but really don't wanna work. You know, which is way different and takes a lot away from people that are genuinely on disabilities. And exactly. I won't digress on that. Yeah. What I'm going to tell you is you get this going. She gets her way. And she's not the only one that wants her. In about 18 to 24 months down the road, you decide you're kind of running out of money. Okay. And so you decide to take $100 away from each of those people. Do you know that? Most of those people would be out on the streets. That's how close it is. Yeah. A person on disability in the Midwest gets less than $9,000 a year. It's pretty much the same in Canada. Okay. They must pay their rent first and then buy food because there are food banks and stuff that can help them. And this is why when I help some of the kids out at the workshop where I try to explain to him, pay your rent first. Yeah. There are resources where we can find to help you get food. You yeah. know, our instinct is to buy food first and that's an understandable instinct. But you have to teach them to pay rent or they'll be homeless. Exactly. And as if I mean, it's not bad enough. You've got a lot of that going on. You've got a lot of working people in Los Angeles that are homeless because the price of houses have gone up so much. But you take $100 away from them in a month, and you see 50 to 60% of them homeless at the end of that month. Exactly. That very first month you did it, because that's how close it is. Same in but Canada. that is the kind of power we are rustling around with here, with people like AOC, and uh, for that matter, Bernie Sanders, Kamala Harris, and the rest of the crew. Right. It we just, have to be very, very, very careful. Yeah, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to even think that that is a possibility. I know, I know. It, it really is beginning to frighten me. Yeah, for sure. And and you know what? Uh, I, I think that Trudeau basically fits into that group as well. I mean, he's a, a vocal globalist. He is. He's vocal, kind of like AFC is. Yeah, so you know, there it's kind of scary when when you put people like that in power because look what Canada's dealing with now. You know, it's oh my uh, gosh. not a good situation. Yeah, uh, Canada's in a mess right now, and that worries me too. And we need Canada to be strong, and Canada needs us to be strong. Yeah, well, thank you for that. But uh, you know, you put AOC in charge, and you're going to see the same stuff start to happen, guaranteed if not worse. Absolutely, and right now, 
she is in charge of the Democratic Party. She is the face of the Democratic Party, whether they like it or not. Yeah. She's the one out there talking. She's the one in front of the cameras. And she is the one with the power, just like she said. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, I, I don't know where this is going to go because she's not Democratic. She, she's a socialist. That's exactly right. And I got to ask you one thing. Do you think Nancy will be hugging AOC? No. Not anytime soon. I don't think so. Because <laughs> isn't, isn't Nancy off hugging people this weekend? Yeah. Just before we started this, I saw a video of her putting on some hug fest at the Mexican border somewhere. In, I think it was Laredo, Texas or something. So uh, I just I just don't look at her as a hugger. Well, she's got those seven or eight kids and... They don't talk about her like she's a hugger. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looked awkward as hell. As a matter of fact, I laughed right through it because she was walking down the center line there and she was kind of looking a bit like a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's a chicken without her, her. She's out of. She's more like a fish out of water, I think. Well, it, it, yeah, it, it was just awkward. I mean, I'm glad there was pavement because if it was gravel, I'm sure she would have started scratching and pecking. <laughs> but it was a very awkward video. I'm, I'm not sure who the, the she was hugging, but, you know, if she really wants to make a statement, go to where there's no legal border crossing and hug some of those cartel guys that are coming across the border every day. How about that? Exactly. How about you hug about those that? guys? Yeah. yeah. Don't hug yeah, the guy in the those suit. El Chapo wannabes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't you see know? her hugging those in the near future. But, you know. But you... I will tell you this. She could also go to towns like Springfield, Missouri, where one of four kids going to bed hungry at night, American children, and give them a hug. Yeah. How about that? I could definitely yeah. agree with you there. Yeah, we don't always agree, but we damn sure agree on that. Yes. Life's a journey. We're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening. <laughs>